Welcome back to the Plant Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Smith of Guide to Wholeness, where we have a new episode every other Wednesday. And in this episode, I interview Faye Johnstone. She combines over 20 years of Reiki practice with herbal and shamanic training to help earth conscious healers experience the alchemy of nature, align with their inner magic, and raise the frequency of their community. Faye is the author of two books, Plants That Speak, Souls That Sing, Transform Your Life with the Spirit of Plants, and Plant Spirit Reiki, Energy Healing with the Elements of Nature. Faye is the founder of the Plant Spirit Reiki School and offers Reiki training and courses on plant spirit connection and treatments, both online and from her home in Scotland. So we chat about her books and the inspiration behind them. We talk about her journey that led her to connecting with nature and plants and weaving the spirit of plants into her Reiki practice. We talk about what is actually plant spirit Reiki and how you can use plants for energy healing. And she shares a really helpful meditation you can use right away. So I love this conversation with Faye and learned so much about energy healing with plants and know that you will as well. Welcome to the Plant Wisdom Podcast, Faye. I'm so excited to have you here and to chat with you about plants and all the amazing work that you're doing with them. And I'd love to first start talking about your first book, um, which is Plants That Speak, Souls That Sing, and the inspiration behind it. I'm reading it right now and I'm just learning so much. So I'd love to know, like, how did this come about for you? Oh, that's a really lovely question. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me here. Hello, everyone. I'm delighted to be here. And I'm, I just love technology. Like I'm in Scotland right now. And, you know, it's just so beautiful the way that we're able to connect um, uh, these days. So, yeah, my first book, Plants That Speak, Souls That Sing, I, I started writing it because, you know, I was it's really designed as a guide to help people connect to plants and what I and really it was inspired by my experiences while I was running a flower farm in Nova Scotia so we I you know my partner and I in it was in 2010 actually we moved to Canada from the UK and yeah we, we were really cooled by the land and we ended up in Nova Scotia we didn't really have a clue what we were going to do but we knew we had this we had this kind of like calling we just knew we needed to go and be with the land and so on and so it, our, our project evolved into Oliver Farm which was this beautiful um organic flower and herb farm and when you are anyone listening who's a plant person will know that when you're working with plants, when you are growing them from tiny seeds, you know, even at the point really when you're researching and you're thinking, what's going to grow here? What's growing in the neighboring town, you know, or in my ne- what's, what does my neighbor grow? When do they grow it? Or where do I buy seeds? You know, you're, you're sort of doing all this research and then, you know, you, the, the project comes to fruition. You plant your seeds. You're planning where you're planning where to plant things and you're caring for plants throughout all these different stages of their life cycles. I was spending more time with plants than I was with people. You know, we lived we lived really rurally, um, so I, I just and, and so I felt, wow, these plants are communicating to me. You know, I just knew it, and I know everyone listening will get it uh, completely. And so that's how why I wrote the book because I was like, you know, I want to give an indication, some kind of guide of how we can do this because, you know, we're, we're not taught this in school, are we? We're not really taught to trust our knowing and our intuition, um, though these days, you know, it's all opening up, so it's really exciting. Um, but for people like me, we, you know, I wasn't really taught to trust my own inner judgment, and so I wanted to put everything together in, this, in, in the guide, and so it shares some of my sort of, some of my journey with the plants in, in Canada, really, and how how I felt they were communicating and how how we can sit and listen and receive and pick up the this this kind of communication and work with it really and it's all kind of in a way in tandem with you know so I'm a Reiki practitioner which I've been practicing for over 20 years now and also I I work with shamanic techniques so 
you know, that, that, that part of my practice, you know, my spiritual path, if you like, was always working along in the background, ticking along, you know, and I felt the call from the plants, especially in a sense, um, not just with herbal medicines, so not just, and also, so not just with growing the plants and, and sharing the joy of flowers and herbs, but with making herbal medicines and flower essences in particular as well. That was really the, the kind of, that's where it all started. And then once those plants are in your heart, they're kind of, they put their roots down and it's all just starts to, it, it starts to get exciting and you're just following these little nudges. And that was how our farm evolved. And that was how my book, that's how both of my books have evolved as well and how my work evolves. Uh, and I know that people listening will, will understand that, you know, being guided by the plants is a very exciting journey and you know placing the plants in your heart and being willing to follow that follow that feeling um and be guided it's um yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say it's not normal it's not regular it's it's unusual and it's extraordinary and that is the life that you know i want to be living that's beautiful yes I, I think that really comes across in your book too of like your journey being called back to nature and like rewilding in that process and um and I was listening to it this morning and I liked one really practical thing it was like if you wake up on the wrong side of bed or like you know your day just feels like things aren't flowing you can just tune into a plant um and meditate into a really vibrant, healthy plant and like tune into that and tap into that energy for yourself. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to just do that right now, you know? And I think they're all very practical tips in the book of how you can connect with nature, which, and the plants, which is really like, they represent life is what I get from the book so far from what I'm reading. So yeah. And yeah, I know you I, have I, I, a healing I, 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 center. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that. There was a there was a kind of blip. I all I wanted to speak to that is just say, yeah, I really my my both of my books, all of my work is really practical actually, because I what I want most to do with my work is to give people the confidence to be doing all of this beautiful plant magic themselves, whether it's plant shamanism, whether it's herbal medicines, flower essences, essential oils, um, meditations with plants, flower arranging, you know, I, I just, that's really the aim of my work. So I feel that when we are, when we kind of have, you know, there's so much knowledge out there in terms of what, in terms of like, you know, how plants affect our physiology it's not really the the practical not sorry it's not really the the factual knowledge that we need anymore you know we can google everything can't we we can google what a plant looks like we can google what medicinal uses it's yeah. for the shape of its flower you know the size of it and so on but what we what we what we're really into and how we learn is through this experience and, and it's so, you know, what calendula is for you is completely, it might be completely different to what calendula is for me. And so that's why my books are designed to be really practical. It's just like to give you the tips. So right here, right now, you can start connecting with and working, collaborating with plants as your allies, because they have so much to share with us. And your experience, and even, you know, to some degree, our experiences of some plants one day might be different to how we experience them, them in a different phase of our life, for example. That's been my experience anyway. So that's why my that's why I kind of love things to be practical because I want to get anyone reading my books or you know watching one of my videos on YouTube I want to get you out there with the plant you know I'm like get your coat get outside sit with the plant you know um, and they will they will choose you you know you know, we're always chosen aren't we by the plant so. yeah that's so helpful and it's so true like just get with the plant and like I think so many people think you have to live in this certain place but it's like you can just find any plant around you and tune into that 
as well, um, which I found really, really practical. And you do different um, journeys, right, with different plants through your plant wisdom circles. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, we've recently done Rose World, the first, which was just amazing. I mean, Rose has so much to share. And I, I, the reason we started with Rose, so we do a monthly plant circle, which is where we get to kind of understand a little bit more, not just about the qualities of the plant um, and the physiology and botany and so on, but really about what the an experience of the plant. And we started with Rose because really at the moment, oh, don't we... We just need to maintain this frequency of love, this ability to give and receive love. That I feel, and the compassion yeah. for ourselves yeah. and other people is so important. So that was why Rose kind of was like leaping forward to be like me. You, when you're connecting with me, so um, yeah. But I'm in a funny way. I'm waiting. I'm really guided by the plants on this. So I'm waiting for them. To, whoever steps forward will be, you know the list of plants I don't like to kind of work from a list I just want to be guided really as to who wants to kind of step into that space and then the message is um well it's really attuned to the frequency of kind of who's going to come and and you know what's going on if you like in the field at the moment Oh, yeah. So I think you cut out there towards the end. But I wanted to say, yeah, so Rose was about um, like the boundaries, right? And having that love and compassion. And um, and so you tune in. I love that you're listening intuitively to which plant is most needed for the collective and going from there. And, and everyone can partner with it and get that support. So is this related to... I know you do plant spirit uh, Reiki, and I'd love to learn more about that because I don't know anything about it, but I'm very drawn to it. And I even have been talking about you like, doing that to other herbalists I know. And I'm like, there's something called plant spirit Reiki. So can you tell me and my listener more about that? Sure. So when I was work, when I when we were running the farm, I also was giving you know, being a Reiki practitioner and I do other therapies too, it was natural to set up my treatment space in the farm and have people come to the farm to to share kind of not, you know, it was very apparent that, you know, it's not just the Reiki people were coming for, there was some kind of sharing in the experience of a place which has so much growing and so much life and color and, you know, that that element of, uh, of the 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 healing power of nature really and so what came about for me is what I find I, I, I so how it all came about really is I would always take a walk around the farm prior to a client coming like as a way of tuning in you know I know some people might sit in meditation or you know sitting uh, gasho and connect with reiki but I found I wanted to do that while kind of moving and being in in in, in on the farm and going through some of my favorite plants and so on. And I really found it was during those walks that I really found that I felt that plants were stepping forwards to kind of, you know, get their attention, get my, get my attention. And it was during that that I was like, you know, asking that question, you know, do you, do you want to be in the treatment space? You know, I was, because this is the thing, I, I, I always encourage people to ask questions, you know, ask questions and that, so that's what I do if I if I kind of feel a, a sensation in my body or I sense a kind of shift happening around me I'm like oh there's, there's something happening here so I want to pause and I want to you know breathe and ask a question like oh hello is is there is there something you know is there something going on here do you, do you need do, and I just ask questions and so obviously in this case I was like do you want to come to the treatment space and so what I found was plants did want to come into the treatment space with me while I was doing Reiki. And at first I, I didn't really know what to do. You know, the human fae goes, uh, I don't, this is not protocol. This is not Reiki. Okay. Um, so what I started to do initially, I would have a vase 
of, well, I always had a vase of flowers. You know, I work, I, you know, I ran a flower farm. We were flower abundant, you know, so I would always put a vase of flowers in the treatment space anyway. And then I would add these plants that came forward. So whether it was a bit of, you know, like a spruce tree, I remember rosemary very clearly one time, um, just the pine as well, you know. And so plants are coming forward and I'm like, hmm, not sure what to do with you right now. You're just going to be in the space. But, uh, and this was where, this is where it's, plants are really great teachers because once we're willing, and I found this, you know, as part of my Reiki path, my, my shamanic path, my spiritual path, once we're willing to kind of play and go, okay, this, this, this could happen. Let's do this. Um, I'm willing to, to play here. So, you know, it's like there's a little opening there and the plants are jumping in and then, or, you know, like the unseen world is kind of, Ooh, okay, I'm getting in here. What's going to happen now? And so what I, I found myself really guided in the treatments to just use the plants. So sometimes it would be placing the plants on the body over the client as we were having the, the energy treatment. Other times, I, I mean, there was one time I remember getting this, I think it was pine and just at the end of the treatment, this pine, it was, I, I crushed all of these pine needles all over the client. I mean, can you imagine? Like just, and I, I was just in the zone. I was kind of in, you know, in my space here. Yeah. Crush and so the scent, the scent was incredible. And it was just the, the energy shift. You could kind of feel it. There was, there was some kind of energy shift going on. So, and I, and this is how I, this is kind of how it started. Um, and it's, and there's, so there's, and then I sort of experimented with different kind of ways of, of working with it because oftentimes what I find is happening is the plants, and this is actually, we, I just found this example here when I, we were selling our flowers at the market. Okay. Plants come forward and they, 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 um, inspire those stories in us, those memories in us, those things which may have happened in childhood that we kind of or places we went with our grandparents or, you know, a house we grew up in with an apple tree at the bottom of the garden where we used to play with the neighbor. You know, these stories which are woven into our fabric and which can get pushed down um, while, we, while we're growing up. And um, what I found with the plants where we were running the farm and not just in the treatment space was that they would inspire stories in people. So many people would come up and tell us a story about the flowers that they could see on the stool, for example, when we were selling them, and in the and in the treatment space, and I'm sure anyone listening here who's a who's a, a therapist, or even a counselor, you know, someone who you know doesn't do plant medicine at all, add 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 the vase of flowers into your into your space. Add a plant, and if if there is an energetic connection from with that person and that and one of the plants, for example, there will be a story. And this is what I found. I found plants became part of the the healing story that was happening with the client. So yes, there was the Reiki and the healing intention, but it was like the plants came in as well. And that was really another opening when we start, you know, stories heal um, or the plants were helping us to heal those stories that we were carrying, that the clients were carrying. And this is how Plant Spirit Reiki kind of first started to come, how I first started to like play. I was just, I was inviting that they, the, it was like this dance with the plants. Um, and obviously the wonderful thing about plants, as you know, is that we can use them in so many different ways you know they they're we can use them physically by you know placing them in the space you know vase of roses at, at its very simplest or a bunch of herbs or we can use essential oils and we have flower essences and you know all these beautiful a range of different ways that we work with the plants you know we could have amazing pictures that inspire us on our walls. You know, here I have, just here in my office, I have, I can see hawthorn tree here. I have foxglove, I have rose, I have um, poppy. You know, just, just these are just pictures I have and I have a plant here in my space. Just, and that's just, you know, that's just stuff I accumulate. Peony, I've got, I can see peony from where I am as well. Um, ivy. Um, and these these bring these bring a healing thread into the space. So that's how Plant Spirit Reiki came about. And since then, 
I've written a book, I run a course, I'm teaching practitioner training because I want to get, because I realized, you know, there are, I was like, oh, actually, there's Reiki practitioners like me, isn't there, who love nature, who understand that nature is healing. And actually, one of my favorite things to do, I mean, I live in Scotland, so this is a little bit yeah. problematic at times. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is to be outside treating, you know, treating people either with you know reiki or shamanic practice outside in nature because then you have the support you have the support of nature right there i mean we have it all the time we have it even inside but when we're outside there's like that that beautiful alignment with with nature that kind of set the source of our strength really so. yeah that's very cool and i I do feel that, so with the plants, um, the spirit, I know that actually on an upcoming episode, a woman, she's a therapist, her name is Heather McKittrick, I think, and she's a therapist that uses flowers like in her practice. So like what you're saying, when you brought it in the healing room, you noticed a shift there. And so there's definitely that relationship. And I can't even imagine having a healing session in nature. Like I did a recent outdoor yoga class and I was like, oh my gosh, if every like yoga class or breathwork session was outdoors, like how much more medicine could you receive just from nature being there too? It's like so, so grounding. So, and this is just a question for me personally, but when you... Plant Spirit Reiki, do you need a background in Reiki to do that or can anyone, you know, learn it? Yeah, this is a good question. So the way I teach is that I I, I, I teach people who are already attuned to Reiki, to, to Reiki level one, for example. And the reason I teach it like that is because Reiki, Reiki in its own right is amazing. And the whole, it's one of the kind of, foundations of reiki is its simplicity so so plant spirit reiki if you like is 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 adding the, the aspect of the plants but that's why i, I so I, I teach my my plant spirit reiki level one is for people who are already attuned to reiki and that is so people get that kind of to get to enjoy the simplicity of of, of simple reiki like classic reiki is as simple as hands on like reiki on reiki off like it is such it is the most simple way of of healing and connecting to that light that is within you and that so for me i feel to honor that to honor you know, i i i have been doing reiki for over 20 years now and so to kind of honor that journey. I mean, I feel like it was Reiki that really brought me to the plants. And the reason I'm going to share that with you is, so when I started, when I was doing Reiki, I was in my 20s and I was working in London and I was really quite miserable, but I didn't realize I was miserable. I was just doing the thing which I thought was the thing that one did when they were in their 20s and I got myself a good job because I thought that was the thing that you had to do and so there wasn't really any heart and feeling going into this there was just fulfilling expectation and what I thought was you know that sort of judgment around kind of what success is and so on um but what Reiki did for me was it because it attunes you to this really high frequency of light and energy it's really it was like having this big blast of you know amazing light go through all my energy centers and in my system and it started to open me to what was really in my heart and what was really you know what was the truth if you like of me um and and it was like um it gave me the permission to really be myself and do those things that bring me joy. And it took me a while, but I suddenly realized, oh my goodness, I realized it was the plants. And once I had kind of connected with the plants, once I had kind of, if you like, surrendered and gone, okay, like I, there was a, I remember a particular time walking home and I passed a plant shop. This is when I lived in France at the time. 
and I passed a plant shop in the center of Paris and I bought as many as I could take a carry like you know I was like festooned with plants and I took I, I just went and I had to buy as many as possible to look after them and that was this beginning it was like me me saying to the that it was like this beginning of this conversation of letting them into my heart and as soon as I did that that was the beginning of, of the journey of basically studying herbal medicine foraging you know getting all witchy and making potions and lotions and um you know, and then, and then, you know, then that's, you know, that was the start of it all really. And I, I, you know, switched my job and so on and kind of the pathway back to me, you know, that's because when, when people ask me, oh, what's Reiki, you know, you can Google what Reiki is, the Japanese form of healing, et cetera, et cetera. But what Reiki is, is wow. It's for me, it was this, wow. It was, it was this showing me the light that was inside of me. And that's what it does for her. That's what my experience of it has has brought me. So it real it made me realize, oh my god, plants bring me joy. We're connected here. Boom, that's amazing. Um, and so for me, it feels really natural to combine the plants with the reiki because they are two of the, the sort of my joys, my passions, um, my my pleasures. And I see and experience the healing, and well, I know the healing that they brought to me. And also I see that in my clients. I see the shifts that we we that they bring to us. Um, um, but yeah, you know what I'm gonna speak to a little bit now is I'm I just wanna speak a little bit to the fact that if there's somebody listening who feels that they live in a city and they are just like, whoa, it's okay for you. You had a flower farm. Um, I want to just speak to that as well, because I'm really fortunate. Yes, I live, I, I don't run the flower farm anymore, but I, I live in Scotland and I live rurally. But when I had my kind of, if you like, my moment with plants, I was living in the middle of a city. I was living in Paris. And, you know, it was just that there, I just recognized in me that need for, for green and life. And so wherever you are in, in the city, there is always a lone tree on the sidewalk. There is always a neighbor who has an amazing terrace garden or a, a window box that they have produced, you know, even if you're in the most urbanized environment and we have parks and so on. And it's much more challenging uh, if you don't have your kind of a green space that you can step into. But it is still available to you, and I really want to make that clear. That and those connections, like if you found, if you find a park that you like to go to, and you meet a tree in that park, or even an amazing rose garden, or cactus, or whatever it is that you find, a plant that you feel a connection with, you know, you don't have to go and visit that plant every day if it's like miles away from where you live. But you, if you've made a connection with it in the, in your heart that plant is going to be with you and you can call it in. So this is one of another way that we really, really simple way that we can work with plants is through prayer. Um, and this is why in a sense, when we learn Reiki, we kind of know and trust that Reiki flows and we invite Reiki to flow with simple prayer and intention. And, and so it, for me, it works exactly the same with the plants that I know. I you know, I, I, if I want the support of an oak tree, if I'm really feeling like wobbly, and I'm not sure what's going on, and I'm feeling like I'm losing my power, boom, I'm going to call in the oak. I'm going to call it from my heart. I'm going to find that frequency of when I've experienced an oak tree in the forest, and I'm going to call it in and see if it's going to come and be with me. So that's what, So that was just my little thing for if you're living in the city, definitely find green spaces that you can go and breathe and connect and walk barefoot, or whatever it is you feel you need to do. But don't forget that once you've made those connections, they're, they're with you. They're, they, you know, if they're really in your heart and they're sincere and they're genuine and they're authentic for you, if you've had that shift, if you felt a connection, they, they are going to show up for you. And so this is why it's amazing as well to work with, um, you know, flower essences or herbal medicines or essential oils because we can make that connection with the plants 
And this is what's so beautiful about plants. We can have these things with us in our pocket. Nobody needs to know that we're carrying around like a superpower with us, like a, you know, a piece of, a piece, a, you know, a piece of rose petal or we, we're carrying an essential oil with us. No one needs to know that. But you, but you know in your heart that you've got this ally who is with you, who is supporting you. And that's, that's kind of how I like to work with the plants is to really kind of have them, have them with us. To have them with me whenever I'm feeling them, and I don't know. It's for me, I, and I'm sure many people listening will be like this. You know, you put your your. I put my my kind of my favorite coat on or my jacket, and in the pocket, I'm like, oh, what's in here? And I'm and in the pocket is like, oh, so I've got some lavender seed, or I've got some lavender petals, I've got some seed, I've got an acorn, um, just kind of some 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 stuff some plant material or or maybe or maybe it's something that really smells of lavender essential oil or something um and that because i've had them i've had those plants with me and i've i've, I've wanted to connect with them and i've needed their support in some way i love that yeah it's like our secret superpower i have uh like a flower since i got that tip to leave like to bring them in my purse um, and so I have right now my water, I think I have mimilis flower essence and like diffusing lavender. And it's just like you can use the plants in that way. And when you were talking about discovering like your connection with plants through Reiki, I just realized that's how I discovered it too. I went for my first Reiki session ever and the practitioner was using essential oils and that was how it all began. So when you just said that, I was like, oh my gosh. It's wild. And I also worked in London, followed that similar path and was disillusioned and, you know, like led away from that. And I think what you're saying is Reiki is like that opening into connecting with the plant's spirit, like what you're basically teaching and what you've um, discovered this method. And that's just like that energetic opening. And I love that you made the point about even if you're in a city like planting what you can in your apartment to going to green spaces like you still have that available and I love how you said that that stays with you too um so is there a favorite Reiki practice or meditation that you could share with us now yeah I, I'm, I'm getting I this is like my all-time favorite and I and I'm kind of like but I don't want to share it because I love it so much and I'm like yeah you need to share it um this is the one that all my uh, all my students love and I'm and I, I I yeah if anyone if anyone's read my book I it's in the book um and I know you're going to love it and I this is an exercise that we if I was running an in-person workshop right now this is an exercise we would do as a way of saying thank you to the land that is holding us. Okay. So I'm not going to, I'm going to, so we're not going to actually do it. Actually, we could do it. No, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to, I'm going to just share it with you so you can go and do it um, at home. So, and if you're not a Reiki practitioner, then just imagine when I'm talking about Reiki, you can, you can imagine like love, light, beautiful frequency. Okay. So this exercise is called Reiki balls, and it's so it's Reiki balls in nature. And basically, we make a ball of Reiki, we make a ball of Reiki energy, and we place it by a plant, a place in nature, to to basically help the vibration of that place, bring wellness, bring uh, high frequency, light, love, healing into a place plant um and so also i would use it in a workshop as to say thank you to the land to the space that's been holding us so it's say for example you go to a particular you have a favorite place in nature like so your, your garden or maybe there's a place that you like to go on vacation and you've had a really lovely week walking along this beach and it's been beautiful then that would be a kind of um an opportunity as a way of saying thank you it's like a gratitude practice of saying thank you, I'm going to place this really big ball of beautiful chi, uh, you know, this high frequency in this space. So, so what I, so the way I do it is I will spend a moment, I will ask Reiki to flow through me. And so you do that. If you're a Reiki practitioner, you know how to do that. You've been taught how to do that. 
Sometimes I might put my hands in gasho, which is the prayer position, and invite Reiki to flow. And then I will simply hold my hands out and start to um, call forward Reiki, invite it to flow. And if you're not Reiki practitioner, this is when you would hold your hands out and you're just going to be visualizing, imagining, sensing a ball of beautiful energy collecting in your hands and this ball can be a tiny you know it can be a tiny tennis ball size or it can be beach ball size and depending on how you know how long you want to cultivate this ball for or um or whatever you feel is needed or whatever is flowing if 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 reiki or if high frequency energy and healing energy has a specific color for you then you might visualize this being a color for me, it always tends to be really light or diamond light or golden light. You know, that's kind of what I tend to visualize or see. And then simply when you feel you've got a, you know, a sizable ball, then you will place it um, either where you feel guided to or walk in nature with the intention of basically placing this, this um, energy ball. And just just notice where you feel guided to place it. And I always place it in nature with the intention that it will be for the highest good of all beings. Um, and if it's not needed, then it will be transformed by the earth. Um, and if it is not needed in that moment, the intention could be that it will be held until such a time it is needed by a um, a being, a creature, a plant that that needs this this energy. So that is what that's how I do. That is how, and then in a sense, this this energy can be for the land. It can be for the spirits of the land, the nature beings. It can be for plants. Uh, it can be for a creature that kind of walks by and rests there. And what I find, I mean, this is in a sense part of the practice that I talk about with plant spirit Reiki. You know, I've, I've obviously focused on the idea of uh, working intuitively with, with plants and clients in, in that kind of treatment space. But a really important aspect of plant spirit Reiki is this aspect of exchange with nature. And so this is why I love this exercise so much, because if we look after those green spaces which are on our doorstep, if we help the frequency of these green spaces you know, maintain a high frequency. This it's like it's like beams of light out into our community. So, as much as it's really important to kind of care for the green spaces and the environments which are threatened, which are far afield, like you know the Amazon forest and um, all these places which have got sort of ecological importance and so on. It's also really, really, it's like, for me, it's essential that I cultivate, like I literally cultivate my back garden. So I am, I am, and you know, and I think all of us will know of an area within our local community that is a little bit dodgy, it's a little bit seedy. It's where um, it's down at heel, it's not cared for, it needs a bit of investment. It might be really shady dealings happening. It might be a bit of a druggy area. You know, it might be, um, just like that whole kind of fool. This is this is feeling really ugh here, and that's an area. That's an area that needs your ball of love and compassion, and this is that, that needs a ball of reiki, because we want to we want to embrace these areas. We we want to we want to be sending them love and this high frequency so that they 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 rise up, you know. And and the, so these kind of actions. I think one of the things which is so lovely when we have reiki and work with Reiki and other energy practices is that we have this ability to exchange so easily with nature. We, um, many, I know in my shamanic practice, we talk about offerings in nature as a thank you, uh, as a form of exchange, you know, that sacred exchange. But when we are Reiki practitioners, you know, our Reiki is the most beautiful form of exchange because we're offering this energy. We're offering healing energy for the plants and the places. And and we don't even have to be carrying anything with us. We don't have to be worrying, oh my God, I've just I've just picked some of this plant because I needed to make a tea and I haven't got anything to give. And it was, you know, you're going through your pockets like I can't give anything back. And it's like, yes, I can. I can give you my Reiki and I can send you my gratitude and my love. So that's what Reiki balls um, in nature does. I've just given you a really long answer to your question. <laughs> That's so helpful. I'm definitely going to be doing that now 
and blessing the land. Cause it's like what you're saying. It's an exchange. Like nature gives us so much and we can give back in that little superpower way of giving Reiki. So um, also wanted to ask you, what are your favorite plants to work with that you're working right now? Hmm. So this is like, it's kind of, I feel like it's really asking, like you're asking a mother. So who's your favorite child? You're like, Oh, I don't think I can say. Um, so who I'm working with right now. So we, we talked about Rose earlier, actually. So what, for me, I am, I am, I'm very seasonal um, with my plants. And that is one of the ways which I, I love to encourage people to, to work as well is to really, for me, it helps me, me really be rooted and it helps me with the sense of belonging into the land that I'm working with. So the, I can read, and I'm really excited at the moment because like our hawthorn is flowering really, really late, but hawthorn is flowering now. And I'm like, oh, and I, it's really calling to me. Um, and we've had our, the apple blossom flowering too. And all of these plants, like I can really feel them starting to call to me to, to want to be sort of worked with and, and brought forward for, again, for whatever reason. Um, so I have kind of my, my seasonal plants that I kind of flow with, which is very natural. And I, and I, and I love that about that kind of the cycles um, of nature. But one of the plants which has been like, hmm, oh my God, it's like been this diva for me, a superstar over the last 18 months is eucalyptus. And I know that sounds a bit weird because it's like, you live in Scotland, really? Eucalyptus? And um, so this eucalyptus for me has been so strong and cleansing a real power of, of energy shifting and cleansing. And I, so I work with this plant a lot for myself and for my clients and for holding space and keeping a clear space. And, um, and I have a group of the trees on, on our, our, in my home. And it's just a, this, it's sort of like become a marvelous magical space to be because of the time I've spent sort of with those eucalyptus trees, honoring them and working with them and kind of asking them, inviting them to, you know, guide me, guide me on this healing journey with you. Um, because previously I'd never really worked with eucalyptus in that way. I knew, I knew eucalyptus primarily as an essential oil, um, for example. And so this has been a new experience of actually, if you, if you like, meeting the whole plant. Um, so getting more of a, a, a fuller picture, shall we say, of the, the qualities of the plant and what, what I need. And I really feel that this plant is a really big ally for me. Um, but again, this has got a lot to do with sort of situation and stage of life and so on, because... You know, if you asked me in, in Canada and Nova Scotia, who were my plant allies? Well, still some that I work with very strongly today, but, you know, I, I didn't have my, my eucalyptus connection then. It would have been something else. So it's um, it sort of moves. My plant allies move. They kind of, I think they move in cycles, um, kind of flow in and out, um, depending on what I'm meeting and challenges are kind of, I feel also we're, you know, when we're working on this level with the plants, we, I feel like it's really important sometimes to take a step back and look at the, the bigger picture because nothing is separate. Like we're not separate from our environment and from our community. We're not separate from the collective of the, the fear and anxiety and suffering which is happening, um, particularly, you know, caused by the pandemic and so on. So, that's something interesting for me with like eucalyptus coming in and being very strong and uh, clearing energies. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, that is exactly what I really need right now as someone who's working in the energy field and working with a lot of students who are also in that field too. So um, that's really interesting to, to sort of um, feel into as well um, that, the 
and more and more plants i mean i just think it's great it's it fills my heart with joy more and more people are talking about the power of plants and it's shifting so much the plants are just stepping forward with, with us you know? um so i just i'm so excited it's it you know i'm so excited about it um yeah Yeah, same here. They're definitely coming through as our support now. And I know you have so many ways of supporting people. You have online courses. Um, you have these plant wisdom circles. And I was going to ask you too, is your healing center open to anyone in Scotland? Because I am going um, in a couple months and I would be interested in that as well. Is that like you see clients there? I do, yeah. I I have um, I have a very sweet little caravan in my garden, um, but like I said, if we if in the uh, the garden I have here is so beautiful, and as much it's my dream really to be able to be working outside with clients. Um, but I work obviously because of the situation. I've been working online with everybody, which has been great. You know, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? It's been really great. But there's definitely this calling with so many people I know to, to kind of gather physically in sacred space. It's almost like this. I, I, I'm feeling that need to just like gather around the fire uh, under this under the stars and, you know, drum, yeah. <laughs> drum together and sing and, um, yeah. and be outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that that'll be my plan this summer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so yeah. drawn to that, and I'm definitely very connected to Scotland too. I mean, that's where I was born, and so that's why I'm going back um, in September to Edinburgh. That's where I was from. So, um, what's next for you in um, in your world that we can support you with? Well, this is really interesting, actually. So for me, I'm I'm having this. I'm trying to have some time off so that I can have some space to allow the whatever wants to come in to 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 move in. Um, but my my big project really at the moment has been getting Plant Spirit Reiki out into the world and helping people i'm so my practitioner training is launching in the in the autumn um so after the summer i'm going to be launching the practitioner training and that that's really the the thing which needs which i know needs to happen so um uh that that's what will be happening and i well plant spirit reiki level one is already available like that's that's an online course which people can sign up and uh and and take um, and, but, but the practitioner training is something I'm super excited about because I want other people to feel, you know, for me, it's, I'm, I'm the facilitator. The plants will speak through me. I'm here to gently nudge people to, to start kind of listening to those, those nudges and those little inklings, um, and, and help people have the confidence to, to work through that because I feel that plants, the way I work with plants might be completely different to the way another practitioner works with the plants. And that's okay. Because I feel like if we limit the power of what plant medicine is, we try and put it in the box of, no, this is plant medicine. No, this is plant spirit medicine. No, this is plant spirit Reiki. We're labeling stuff and we're limiting its power. So I, my, it's my goal really to inspire people to be, be able to kind of, flow with it and listen and have that unique expression of what plant medicine is flow through them. So for some people, it will be creativity. Some people, it will be kind of art and writing. Other people, it will be music and movement and rhythm. Um, and all of this is like a healing expression of how plants want to, or how plants can express themselves through us. So, so I'm, I'm excited about the, um, the plant spirit Reiki practitioner program because that in a set essentially is I'm going to show you techniques and way that I work, but really the the encouragement is to 
open to the way the plants want to express themselves through you. And that vibrationally will be a match for those clients who come forward that want to work with, you know, what that want to work with these practitioners. So that's, that's what's the, the exciting thing about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. And I know my listener will definitely be drawn to this and interested in it um, as I am too. And we'll include the links to your website where people can get on your newsletter list to be ready for that. And also to check out Plant Spirit Level 1 um, Reiki training. So I wanted to say thank you so much, Faye, for coming on the Plant Wisdom Podcast. I'm just so inspired by your deep connection and passion for plants and how that just ripples through all areas of your life. And um, I'm just so happy that you could be here and share this medicine. And I also want to point people to your YouTube because I know you were talking about you have like drumming on there and and other meditations as well, right? Yep, that's right. The YouTube channel is everything about it's sort of plant medicine, Reiki, and shamanism. So there's that's so there's drumming because I do I do drumming training too in in shamanic Reiki. So that's another one of the courses that I'm running at the moment. So yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's it's um YouTube is is you know my project, a project, a project, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. So excited. Thank you so much, Faye. It's been so fun talking with you and um, hope to see you soon again. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did, I would love to hear from you in a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts.